This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Texas Rangers have a 2-1 lead in the World Series. It's a lead. It's a lead. It's a 2-1 lead. Slim lead. Slim, slim lead. lead. Series lead. Series lead. Lead it's a in new the word. series. A sleed. And I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> a sleed. I like it. Okay. Uh, I want to get into coming up after the Rival Report. Mike Hazen is crazy superstitious. I mean... We saw Bob Melvin in his root beer barrels yep. and moving around the dugout. We saw Moneyball and Billy Bean, you know, not watching the end of the games. Mike Hazen is nuts, the general manager of the Diamondbacks, with some of his superstitions that he is uh, he is obsessed with at this point. I, I did not know this. It, it almost seems debilitating what he has uh, he has made himself do, like throughout his career now as general manager of the Diamondbacks. So get to that coming up. Um, you know, hey, if it keeps Adelise Garcia out of the game tonight, keep all the superstitions coming. That's uh, definitely the biggest story for today, I would think, will no, be the availability. No update yet on Have his health. Have not seen uh, anything. God, that would suck to lose a guy like of that caliber in the World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, your three-hole hitter, the guy was as hot as anybody. Um, and if you're the Rangers, you're like, okay, Travis Jankowski is going to play right and hit ninth for us instead. It just changes everything. For I do. That team. I do feel like you know with Corey Seager kind of heating up. Yeah. I mean, Simeon getting a knock last yeah, night. Yeah, you know, if, if other huge. guys are heating up at the right time, that that while losing Garcia would be a blow. There's no. I mean, could he possibly stay as hot as he's been? I know. Uh, you know, at some point he's going to cool off a little bit. You just need two more wins, man. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all such you need a bummer. Is, all you need is the two more. The bullpen situation for Texas will also be an issue after Max Scherzer left the game early yesterday. Uh, how much do they have? You know, Arizona didn't use. Um, you know, Ginkle last night. They got their setup and closer. Still, yeah. You know, well, they're going to need rested all, and ready in a bullpen day. They're going to need all their their bullets today, Ben, because yeah. they've got they've got a, a, an opener on the bump. What a what an interesting, weird matchup tonight. Andrew Haney is probably not the ideal guy you want going for you. He had a pretty good season. What's he done in the postseason? He's been mostly coming he's, out of the pen. He's got a six ERA in yeah. the postseason. Uh, Man's play. 
Mantiply, surprisingly, was 2-0 and in the postseason with a 4-2-6. I, is that right, or is that... Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be postseason numbers. Um, so, yeah, what a weird, weird World Series game matchup. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get to some more of that and Mike Hayes and Superstitions coming up. Right now, though, Polly's got some headlines. Let's get to the Rindle Report. And get things started here with our... Edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. All right. We uh, have not really even mentioned Monday Night Football last night. Did you guys catch any of the Lions and Raiders? Uh, I, I I watched long enough to uh, watch Jimmy G overthrow Devontae Adams and watch <laughs> Devontae Adams' subsequent freak out on the sidelines. Um, I host a Monday day. Night Football post game show on ABC. Yeah, so you do. I, I do actually watch. You? Actually, uh, last night was pretty smooth. On the show afterwards, uh, the game wasn't great. It was uh, the final score was actually closer than the game felt. The Lions were always in control, other than Jared Goff throwing a pick six, a bad pick six. Raiders didn't do much outside of one drive the entire game offensively. Uh, Detroit settled for some field goals that kept it feeling kind of close like keeping the Raiders in it, but ultimately it was a nice bounce-back win for the Lions after their loss to the Ravens. They got clocked last week, but now they're 6-2, and two, and they are the second seed right now in the <laughs> NFC behind Philadelphia after Amazing. three losses for the 49ers. So if the season ended today, the Lions would have a bye in the playoffs and then a home game. Wow. Do you know the last time the Lions hosted a playoff game? I'll give you a hint. They've never done it at Ford Field. Never once have they hosted a playoff game at their stadium, which opened 25 years ago. 93. Wayne Fonts and the Lions. Barry Sanders. 30 years ago was the last time the Lions hosted a playoff game. So looks like they've got a good chance at ending that streak this year. They go into their bye week at 6-2. Fantastic. And then they take on the Chargers coming out of their bye week the following week to try to start their second half of the season. So what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo, Benjamin? Back foot throws, heaving it up. When he did have open receivers, he overshot them. Devontae, I don't know. He hasn't been healthy you know, on and off all season. Yep. Not sure that the coaching staff has uh, figured it out there. The fired Josh McDaniels is trending on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Today. It's tough. It was a tough, tough watch for him. Yeah. really like their uniforms. Always have. Silver and black. I like the Lions last night. They I like had the those all as well. grays with the blue helmet. Look like, pretty I like good. That as well. The simple, clean, yeah. everyone so knows cool. who you are uniforms. Legit. I like them. Like, I mean, I like Alabama's uniforms, you know, yeah. like in college football. Yeah. Like, you know who you're playing. That's exactly You don't right. have to have the flashy, crazy uniforms. I mean, yeah, so a guy in the chat just said Jimmy just can't throw deep. He actually overthrew him, though. Like, Wide he, open. He overthrew Wide him twice. So. He can he can throw deep. He doesn't throw it 
deep accurately at all. I mean, he was wide open. He, ben, he had 15 yards of separation uh, on his man. It was just unbelievable. Devontae Adams uh, only had one catch for 15, 11, 11, 11 yards. yards. Dropped a first down that they should have had. But the question is, today is the NFL trade deadline. Feels very early for the season, like compared to baseball. It really does. Much, much earlier. I mean, there are very few teams that are truly out of it, but the Raiders seem like they're probably one of them. If there was a taker for Devontae Adams, probably would be good for him. And if the Raiders can get anything for him at this point, would be good for them as well to make that move today uh, for a team that is desperate for a wide receiver. Just crazy. I don't know if the Kansas City Chiefs could fit him under the cap, but... I would imagine that uh, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't mind having him oh, as a weapon. Yeah, I think he's he's got a lot of game left. You know, he's got a lot of game left. Does not want to be stuck there. That's for sure. Huge uh, story in the NBA overnight. This Woj bomb. Uh, I'm reading on ESPN here. Adrian Wojnarowski filed this story. I assume he's on the East Coast. Filed it at 2.04 a.m. Eastern Time okay. that the Clippers have acquired James Harden from the 76ers. Big trade. Uh, James Harden hadn't really been around much lately for Philadelphia. He has expressed his desire to be moved, and now he joins uh, the Clippers. Traded overnight, Harden and two other players to Los Angeles for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, K.J. Martin, and a... 2028 first round pick. How is that? That's Two where it, second round picks. Another pick good swap. Lord. It was a lot. It's a big. It's a big trade. Maybe too much for an over the hill James Harden. But the Clippers are the Clippers, and if they ever going to do something, Kawhi looks healthy. George is healthy. I mean, this would be the year where you'd think they could make a run, and they're going to go in with with Harden and hope a big three. Uh, uh, you know, star power is going to take them there. I. Here, I've got resident Clippers fan uh, Jack Higgins with his analysis of the trade. It says, hate to lose Rocco, that would be Robert Covington, and Batum, but losing Mook may be good to stop Ty Lue from letting him play. So that's his analysis of the trade okay. and the pieces that the Clippers gave up. I don't follow the Clippers beyond Kawhi well enough to really analyze the way Jack can, but he watches most of the Clippers games. And uh, he's kind of excited, but he also knows that it's not prime James Harden. And that's where he wanted to go, though, right? Seemed like that was the top, his top choice choice. at this point. That'll be an interesting team to see on the court. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Yeah, big four. Good team like six years ago. Really, (laughs) really good team six years ago. (laughs) Wish we had those guys uh, six years. We We did. did. Eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But it reminds you of that Lakers team that was supposed to be on Carl Malone and oh, yeah. oh, God. weird weird yeah. days. Those were weird. But they were all Who old. was there? It was Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, Shaq, Shaq and Kobe, Kobe. Shaq and yeah. Kobe. Derek Fisher. Was yeah. Nick Van Exel there at that time? I think he was gone by then. Gone by then. That was weird. Seeing Carl Malone was just weird. I just, like name Rick Fox, Robert Ory Rick Fox. might have been yeah. on that squad. Rick, Fo- Rick Fox has beautiful eyes. <laughs> God, they get you. All right, finally, it is Halloween. We talked uh, earlier in the show about our favorite candies. I uh, asked you guys, how do you handle? distribution of your candy to the kids when they come home with a bucket or a bag full of candy and a dentist actually says this is surprising it's better for your teeth to sit down and eat the entire bag of Halloween candy at once than to spread it it out out over a month, two months, whatever it's probably worse for your overall health but for your teeth she she said made it very clear 
you're probably going to have an upset stomach. You won't be yeah. super happy, but, but it is better for your I teeth. I mean, it's not the amount of sugar on your teeth. It's how long it's on your teeth. Sure. Because it's creating those acids that are eating away at your your enamel, and that's what's making the cavity. So if you just eat it all in one night and then brush your teeth, you're pretty good going forward. Now, if you're constantly eating candy in the middle of the day and you don't get to a toothbrush, that's where the dental decay is going to come from. Yeah, and for your kids, like my, these teeth are falling out anyway. So have a bowl. That's what I look at. It's you can st- still is very expensive it at is. the dentist before I mean, that it, point. It's going to be out. expensive anyway. Um, dentist says the worst kinds of candy for your teeth are the sticky, yeah. taffy, oh, laffy, chewy, uh, sugar babies. Sugar babies. <laughs> Remember those? Delicious, yeah. yeah Chocolate those. is not great for your teeth, but Milk it's a duds. lot easier Milk to clean duds. when brushing your teeth. So somebody taught me to take, uh, when you go to the movie, get a box of Milk Duds and a thing of popcorn and just pour the Milk Duds in. Softens up the Milk Duds. Swirl it up. M&M's. God bless is it. Good, good but messy. They melt. The yeah. milk does seemingly don't They're not melt M&Ms. in there. Yeah, they do melt in your hand. Yeah, M and M's do. M and M's don't. They it, melt in your mouth, not no, in your hand. No, but you put but it in the hot does, popcorn. Though. It will start melting. I, it was never a problem. Really? Yeah. That, candy, that candy coating is is pretty. Uh, depends on what they had. Pretty I like peanut, indestructible M&M's. outside peanut. of the of the M and M. Peanut, peanut butter, M and M. Delicious. Those are good. Almond M and M's. Delicious too. You don't like almonds though. I don't think so. Phenomenal. All right. Thank you, Paulie. You're welcome. Excited about trick-or-treating tonight. Very excited. My kids' costumes are out. They're perfect. They look They look amazing. <laughs> they do. I've seen the pictures. So good. Joe Burrow, yep. Ziggy Stardust. That's right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Quite the combo. Very, very, very. If you're just joining us on our YouTube stream, Woodsy is a Tiger Woods, dressed as a tiger. Paul is the just per- cocaine bear. It's perfect. Just got white powder all over his bear costume. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm Matt Pacafee. Yeah, Matt Pacafee. A.K.A. <laughs> Pat McAfee. Anthony points out I should be standing. You really should be. Like Pat McAfee and leaning, does the entire, lean, lean. I should have done A.J. Hawk, and I would have just sat here in silence all day. And just look. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. Kind of, you know, bouncing a little you gotta, bit. Now you got to yell. You yeah, gotta yeah. Way, way more energy. Yeah, we got a lot of energy here today. Oh, we got oh, Aaron no, no, Rodgers no, no. here on a Tuesday. He's going to be no, joining no, us. No. I just got to stroke him another million dollar check <laughs> to get him on the show. We're on ESPN. We're simulcasting live here today on the Pat McAfee show. Drop an F bomb. an F bomb, and we will go to break. Benjamin. We actually are going to go to break. We're going to go to traffic here. On 97.3 The Fan, we'll be right back.
everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, I know A.J. Preller needs to turn things around for the San Diego Padres here. Been facing some of his toughest criticism in his entire nearly decade-long tenure now as general manager. Maybe he needs to take a page out of the book of Mike Hazen, general manager of the Diamondbacks. By the way, Polly played that uh, Chris Stapleton sounder during the break. Hope you were listening. I believe Corey was and called in yeah, and won the tickets. Congratulations to Corey. You are going to go to Chris Stapleton next March 2nd. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Coming to Petco Park, one of the hottest acts. <laughs> What's he, you, said, you always say he has doo-doo voice. Doo-doo voice. He's on the, on the, on the toilet. It's not him. That's him on the toilet right there. Fire away. So, Fire away. <laughs> Take your best shot. Show me what you got. Him talking to himself. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I know that I'll always come back for more. Of course you will. (laughs) The big southern breakfast. Of course you're going to be back. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy, chicken fried steak. Yeah, you'll be back, ready to fire away. He's got a great voice. There's no doubt about it. it is, it's a bit of that Springsteen-y, though, like, <laughs> you know, every time I hear it. I listened to Born to Run on the drive into work this morning. I was like, what is your deal? Sounds like Boomer Esiason. You know, I, I, like us. I heard Hungry Heart the other day. Snarly, it wasn't, isn't it? It wasn't as bad as you make it. Are you sure? Say. Yes. He sounded, Everybody's young. Got he sounded a little younger heart. than that. That's 80-year-old Springsteen doing Hungry doing Hearts. Doing a Vegas residency at the Sphere <laughs> soon. Won't be right. too long. It'll be uh, Christmas music, Sizen. Yes. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Just everyone sounds like they're pooping. It's all right. Everybody does it. All right, so maybe A.J. Preller needs to just be more superstitious. Sure. I haven't heard A.J. talk really much about superstitions at all in his job. But uh, Mike Hazen, the general manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, revealed, well, quite a few superstitions. Now, like, um, like famously Billy Bean, he has never permitted himself to watch the end of games. Never. No, this is from He's Sports Illustrated. Never seen the end of a game. <laughs> he catches the first eight or even eight and a half innings in his suite with his assistants, and then he flees down into the like the bowels of the stadium for the last three outs. But not just that. He then he goes into like a dark room where he can't and puts on noise canceling headphones oh so he God. can't hear the crowd react or anything. <laughs> so he has no idea what's going on, and he waits for his mother in law to text him. Who texts, as soon as they win, she texts and goes, they won. If he never gets the text, he eventually emerges and just finds the disappointed locker room. Like, well, what happened? How did we lose the game? Why don't you watch, you dill hole, (laughs) and then you'll be able to find out. You're the general manager. So, Oh, my God. Crazy thing is, he actually 
did watch the end. He did watch the end of game two. He let himself watch. They were up because they were up so big, and they did win. But okay, now he wasn't sure what he was going to do for game three. I'm not sure if he watched the end or not. There's no way. But he that's watched the end of that game. That's just the beginning. He is. He's very serious about his superstition. So if the opponent scores, he will change chairs in the suite where he's sitting. Okay, I like that. He will wear the same clothes every day during a win streak. He'll change his sport jacket and pants and socks after losses, though. He won't say exactly what he cleans and doesn't clean. He says, I wash my clothes. I just don't wash all my clothes. Weirdo. He only, at least since August... On the way to the ballpark, he will only listen to Morgan Wallen's new album, One Thing at a Time. Oh it's the only thing he's allowed to listen to on game days. He can listen to what he wants on off days, but on game days, it's only Morgan Wallen. And that's the only thing that he can I'm listen to. actively rooting for the Rangers <laughs> now at this point. Actively. It's active. Um, it's active rooting interest. Yeah, he tells people in his life, never text him during games. Oh, because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't accidentally want to find out. Apparently, right. something yeah, is anything. going on. I mean, it's uh, it's very weird. I mean, how he's very superstitious. Apparently, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what I want in my general manager. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uh, in in agreement with you. The Morgan Wallen thing is a huge, huge red <laughs> flag. Uh, number one, but they probably like listened to it just one day and they won. And they and, won. And they got stuck listening to it forever. <laughs> I remember stopping one day on the way to a game, like running late and starved. I was hungover, and I pulled into Mickey D's, and I got two cheeseburgers and a Coke. And I went out and I got four hits. And I was like, hmm, that's what I'm doing. And every Saturday or Sunday, I'd stop by Mickey D's for two cheeseburgers and a Coke. And it worked for like six weeks. Like I was getting knocks and playing well. And then when it ends, you're like, well, I'm not going to do that again. So you got to switch it up. People are insane. So uh, Remember Wade Boggs? Fried chicken. 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 Like, a, like a whole fried chicken yeah. he would eat. Greasy ass KFC, like... Licking his fingers and going out and getting three, four knocks. He got batted three forty every year. So whatever you got to do. So um, last week in Game Seven of the NLCS, so you know Diamondbacks and Phillies in Philadelphia. Tori Lavillo. It was a few outs left. I don't know. It was the eighth or the ninth inning. He had to run to the bathroom, so he went to the bathroom just behind the visitors' dugout at Citizens Bank Park. He opens the door. And Hazen is sitting in the complete dark in the shower stall oh. on the shower seat with the headphones on, staring at what he says looked like a blank computer screen at the time. It's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> yeah. like, are you are you okay? Lavello says drugs, Hazen you? says he was reading something. He won't say what it was, but he said it looked like a blank. All screen. work and no play makes Mike a dull boy. All work and no play makes Mike a dull boy. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, he looked nor they showed shots of him like at the game cheering from the suite during the game. He looked exceedingly normal during those shots. He's not a normal guy. He's he's got a problem when it I comes thought, to his superstitions. I thought the root beer barrels were a lot. I thought that was a lot too. That's nothing. No. Bob, apparently, uh, the new San Francisco Giants manager, if you guys haven't heard, he uh, had for a while, he like calmed some of his down, but there were like parking spots and he had to only go in a certain way. <laughs> like there was all sorts of weird stuff. It really can be crippling, I think, at times. But it's all about what gets you in the best headspace. Maybe right? it's freeing in, in some way Could as be. well. Could be. Like, like it, it gets you in the, you feel like, you feel like I'm, I have just put myself in the best position. To win, whether it's my magic socks or the way I tape my wrist or you know the way I, I, I approach my 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 business, um, 
I was I was always really really superstitious. Well, when I, I, played I mean, sports. when when you know ultimately, if you're the GM or the manager, that the big decisions are on you, and wins or losses, you're always going to feel like if I had just done this differently, maybe we would have won instead of lost. That's a lot of pressure it to is. deal with. And maybe it's a little healthy to sometimes think, but I can't control everything, so I'm just going to let fate, you know, creep into play here. And if we have a bad day for some reason, well, it was probably superstition. I did something wrong on my superstitions. It wasn't, it wasn't that I'm an idiot. It's not that I called for a bunt when I shouldn't have called for a bunt. Let's just leave it at something else that was out of kind of out of my control. It's wild to me, though for the general manager to not watch the outcome of the game. That one to me, like I I understand your socks. I understand opening, unlocking the door three or four times. I understand having the same meal, but to not To wait see, for your mother-in-law to, to text, text you. you. Hey, you just won the National League Championship Series, Mike. Congratulations. Like just waiting for that phone to buzz. You know, it's funny. I, I've been noticing a lot about the, the two managers in the, the uh, dugout. Bruce Bochy, it's <laughs> He's so calm, it looks like he almost doesn't care. I mean, it is the most ratcheted up tension. His, Chapman's in the game. He's, you never know what you're going to get. And here's Boats. <laughs> Looking like he's sitting in a bingo parlor in Sedona, high as a kite. Couldn't care less. Bro, I'm a T-ball, and I'm watching my kids in the field. I'm pacing up and down, and I thought to myself, hey, that's crap energy by you. You're going to make them nervous. So I, even I at T-Ball have tried to be, be like, just be a little more calm. Don't be out there yelling at them. After. Just let them, let them play. Is Bochelance and it's all is that of part that. of the strategy? I though, wonder. Like, like, <laughs> I know the knees are probably shot, but still, there's just no if – if, if any one of us were a big league manager, and I know you, Ben, I know you, Paulie, well enough, you guys know me well enough, I would just be – Shredding my nails, just sitting there, just it. It would be so a lot the tension. Of for me. Yeah, a lot of pacing. You know, the 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 only manager that I can recall. I mean, there's been managers in history, but Padres manager, bro. I've never seen a more nervous human being than Jace Tingler at a game <laughs> in my whole life. I've never. I watched him pregame. If you had given him a barf bag, he would have used it. I watched it. We sat right down there that one time. I looked over and he, he was like. <laughs> He looked a Tuesday night. It was May. a Tuesday night game against the Cubs, dude. It didn't even matter. And he was just like, <gasps> it's just got to be overwhelming at times for these guys. And that's why, again, I respect. Boach got how many games under his belt? A million. 2000. So he's something, like, yeah. he's like, whatever. They call my number yet? Like, my food ready? Like, he looks like he could be anywhere. It'd be funny for somebody to take calm Bochi. And just place him in different calm situations. Uh, I mean, he looks like he's sitting on a beach. Truly couldn't be bothered. Fishing on a boat. No hand. Yeah. No hand over his mouth. No. no, he's just watching. Like he's watching a movie. I mean, it's just incredible to see. So I've taken a lot from that. I think a lot of us could uh, could stand a little, live a little bit more like Boach. All right, final segment of Ben and Woods coming up here on a Tuesday. Maybe a little Tier 1 topic wheel oh, if you want to call fire in. Fire it away. 833-288-0973. A reminder, you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti every Friday night at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan, previewing the entire slate of NFL games each week. It is presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila, Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it, and by Lowe's, Lowe's Knows Home Improvement. Give us a call. Join us on the topic wheel, 833-288-0973. We will wrap it up on the fan here next with Ben and Woods.
You mentioned it earlier. They reported yesterday, Woods, that Game 1 of the World Series was the least watched World Series Game 1 ever. Yeah. It's also one of the best World God. Series games of my life. Imagine missing that one, man. You just don't know. That's that's the we talked about this last week when people said, "Oh, ratings are going to be terrible for this World Series matchup, Diamondbacks and Rangers. No one cares about these teams." You just don't know what's going to produce a great game. I just I, find it so funny to me that you're telling me if it's Yankees Dodgers or if it's Red Sox um Giants Giants that people are like, "Oh, like people in Kansas and Kentucky are like those teams Hell play yes. just as many bad games and no question. mismatches as anyone. You never know when you're going to get an all-time great game. It's the World Series, people. That's a, it just doesn't it doesn't resonate with me. You know, I understand that more New Yorkers are going to watch and more Angelinos are going. Those are the two biggest cities. I understand that the concept of well, obviously, with the two biggest markets, you're going to have more eyes on it. I do understand that, but. Um, if you're a baseball fan and you don't watch the World Series because of the matchup, I don't think you're a baseball fan. <laughs> I really, I don't think you can call yourself a baseball fan. Maybe it's non-baseball fans who aren't watching. But do non-baseball fans watch Yankees, Dodgers, or Red maybe, Sox? Maybe they do. Do they? For what? I don't know why. What they would yeah. make, what would it would make the difference? If because, you don't follow baseball, then what is it? Or who correct. the teams are? Exactly. Like, and I, I, if you do follow baseball but you don't watch the World Series, I don't think you like baseball. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the star power. There's not a. If you're a casual, super casual baseball fan, is there a lot of star power in so this world? So I'm series? a beyond casual NBA fan. They have massive star power. I still don't watch the finals. Why? Because I don't like the game that much. So that's why I don't watch. But I'm not a basketball fan. I mean, I, would you be tempted? Right, we're talking more... about fans that might watch other World Series matchups. Like, if it's Giannis against... But if you're a baseball fan. No, Ben, it could be not Giannis against difference. the ghost of Michael Jordan, and I'm probably still not watching. Nothing, if it's on, I'll... Nothing would convince you to watch something that you didn't want to Correct. watch, even if it's... But if you're a baseball fan in New height. York, if you're a baseball fan in L.A., if you're a baseball fan in Fargo, North Dakota... If you're a baseball fan, you know, in, if the Phillies are in, are you more likely to watch because Bryce Harper's in it? I, and there, so there is the phenomenon. I mean, maybe, but in, like in the markets where the teams play, like when the Padres were in the NLCS, the top two like markets for the NLCS were Philadelphia and San Diego. For sure, you just have people are excited in the community; they want to be able to talk about it, so they watch the games. Maybe it's simply when it's LA and New York, just that phenomenon of people East in versus, LA and New York East just Coast, wanting to be a part of the. Part of watching just jacks it up by an extra million or two people because there's so many, so people, many people in L.A. and New York. For sure. It would do it. It does the same thing. I'm sure there's more people in Arizona watching this series, and there's more people in Dallas watching than usual. But it doesn't offset just the normal levels of watching everywhere else because their teams aren't involved well, and you're not getting that, that bump up. So Jeffrey says Adelise Garcia isn't star power. I promise you, man, if you walked around in June – of this year into any market other than Arlington, honestly, and and maybe St. Louis. And if you ask 10 people, who is Adelis Garcia? What sport does he play? <laughs> they may guess baseball. I bet you they wouldn't tell you he was for the Rangers. That's the problem in baseball. And it goes deeper than that. When you have some of the former stars of baseball that are calling games now, crapping on celebrations, crapping on fun, crapping on guys actually wanting to be superstars in the game, therein lies part of the problem, you know, and and so I think 
it's baseball's job to make these guys superstars. That's it. But casual I mean, baseball fans in Milwaukee can tell you who Ronald Acuna Jr. is. For sure. Fernando Tatis Fernando Tatis Jr. Jr. Yeah. Shohei, Harper. Mike Trout, you know, Bryce Harper. Yeah. There, there, there needs right. to like, be more than, like, a face of the game. There needs to be, like... 25 to 30 faces of the game. It needs to be bigger. Major League Baseball does not do a good job. In fact, when you hire people that actively crap on the product that you put on the field, that's a problem. It's a marketing problem. It's not a problem for me because I know better. But when you're trying to grow the game, I mean, there's something my kid who's five who loves the game will watch any teams play. He happens to love Bryce Harper. He happens to love Garcia, right? Because he's watching. He's engaged. But you know, it just uh, they just do a really poor well, you, job. You create more superstars when you have matchups like this. Of course you do. Garcia course now you do. is with what he's done in the postseason. Correct. When he comes back it's, next year, it's he's like gonna a Rosarena. Be, he's going to be Adelise Garcia. <laughs> yeah. my, my God, yeah, like a Rosarena did. Um, you know, and I think some Diamondbacks were going to get much more name recognition going forward. Corbin, Corbin Carroll, hundred percent for sure. Um, that this is how you create superstars. You have them in the World Series, and then you have a great, entertaining matchup. And so far, I think it's been a really good World Series. Game two was a wipeout. The Clunker, game one yeah. was fantastic. Last night was great. Last night was good. Tense, low scoring, but but a good, tense, interesting game. And I'm expecting more of the same tonight. Yeah, you don't have any star power on the pitching mound because of bullpen days and, and what have you, but... That should mean, you know, maybe more yeah, offense and more runs listen, scored. If tonight's going to be your selling point. Maybe don't watch. Right? <laughs> you don't need to promote tonight's game. When we get back to the number one starters, then we can talk. Just but bummer, yeah, because there's uh, not a whole lot else on oh, TV I mean, tonight. It wouldn't have mattered for me uh, at all. Maybe this is the night. This is the night the casual turns in and goes, why is this guy only pitching two innings? Why is this guy only throwing, you know, two innings, three innings? Um, but no, I think, you know, if you're a baseball fan, you watch the World Series, and I'm surprised. That would mean to me, Ben, that only, there's only nine million baseball fans in the in the country because only nine million people watched Game One. That's what that says to me. I don't believe that, not for a second. Well, last night was mischief night, so maybe it's true. Well, the night before, though, out I don't know. Game One yeah, uh, when Game that was One Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, so I don't know. We got Halloween tonight. So Halloween tonight. Doing? No one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> I've had no. something on every night. Of these worlds, I've had to had to DVR it last night. I had a happy hour. I had to go to. What do you got tomorrow? Nothing All tomorrow. Right, tomorrow's the no, night. No, my parents come to town, no. but Never that's mind. fine. I'm dropping them off at four, and then I'm going to go watch the World Series. <laughs> is it? T- there's a game tomorrow night. There's okay. game five is tomorrow. What am I? What am I going to do tonight? Listen to it on my phone, I guess. Earbud, earbud. That's good parenting. Yeah. yeah, I have to sift through the candy for razor blades and drugs, as you know. So that's what I'll be doing. When candy, also. Yeah, and candy. That's exactly <laughs> right. I get first licks. All right, let's check traffic one more time, and then we'll go out to the phones for a little Tier 1 topic wheel next year on 97.3 The Fan. Jeffrey says in the chat, free drugs and razor blades tonight. Do <laughs> you know how expensive good razor blades are right now? Like you know how for expensive good drugs are well, right now? Well, there you go. I mean, you know, don't waste that stuff on the kids giving up candy. Unless they look like these kids. My oh, God. They deserve everything. All the drugs. Oh, there's my little guy. Please don't give my kids any drugs. <laughs> Love them, God. Joe uh, Bo dressed up as Joe Burrow. Looks perfect. Taylor was, uh, he finally let the missus paint the Ziggy Stardust. Uh, he looks incredible. He looks incredible. Total G. <laughs> uh, one of the moms, I guess, at school went by and said, Oh, he makes a cute little Joker. What? Joker? Joker? What are you talking about? That's not what the Joker looks like. And the Joker doesn't have a guitar. We're right. <laughs> 
What in the world? <laughs> what kind of, I missed that movie. What kind of parenting is... Uh, Maybe that's is, the sequel coming up. What kind of parenting is going on out there that mom doesn't know who Ziggy Stardust David Bowie is? It's a problem, man. All right, let's go out to the phones. Uh, I don't know if he was calling in for the topic wheel, but I see Corona Cave Jeff is Jeff! on the line. Jeff, long time, long buddy. Time. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing great, and it sounds like you guys are. Um, I've been working a lot lately, Ben, and I, I haven't watched much TV, but I saw you the other day. Svelte. That's Svelte. Very Svelte. Sleeveless oh, now, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, you're looking great, so congratulations on that. Thank you, Jeff. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, my topic wheel is uh, I liked um, the little dialogue on the Clippers and then the Lakers of way back when, Uh, but I think uh, Woods' comment about uh, the Clippers would be good with that team six years ago, uh, I got a good laugh out of that. (laughs) That is not how the topic wheel works. That's not how the topic wheel works, but that's okay. You'll get get to participate. Right now. Okay. Yeah. You just hold, hold We tight. spin the we topic wheel. You, well, and we, we tell you. Now, there's another the idea. Question they is. call us with what they want to talk about. <laughs> that's pretty much ask me that's talk radio. It's AMA. <laughs> All right. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Craziest thing you've ever done. I, I'm going to go last here because, boy, it's crazy. Well Jeff, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Guys, I'm on radio. I hope you know that. I know. It's very loaded. (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, yeah, I'm going to play it safe here. Uh, As a kid, I think uh, Woods can get down with this. I grew up in the Texas Panhandle, just inside the New Mexico border. And uh, one of the big fun things we used to do on Halloween was we would go on the overpass and throw eggs. (sighs) At passing trains. Trains. Okay, that feels safer than cars. It does. It feels safer than than, than throwing it at cars. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to drive off the road. The conductor's going to be like, ah! <laughs> He's not going to freak out if an egg hits the top of a car, right? Like, the top of a rail car. It's not going to change. It's not going to mess. Somebody's going to clean it up later, but that's it. All I can think now is uh, is Walter White's The Train Heist episode yes, of Breaking oh, Bad. and the, the best. Badlands of New Mexico there and stealing the, the, the meth- methanol or whatever it was. What about you, Pauly? Um, I was dared that I couldn't drink a gallon of milk in an hour. Could, like, it's physically die. impossible. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's on, the craziest hour? thing you've ever done? It's pretty crazy. I mean, I... Through snowballs at cop cars. This, these are delinquent things. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to do that. Yeah, that's true. What's yours, man? Like truly crazy. I don't think I've ever done anything Never. truly like crazy. I mean, some people would say play fifty-four holes of golf in. Nobody would say two that. days. No one in crazy. the world would say that. Not one human <laughs> being alive would go. Holy crap! Like you a did? lot of golf. You did that fifty-four holes. But I'm not a. I don't. You, I see something crazy. I run the other way. You are just out of control, Ben Higgins. Yeah. Dominic said he pretended to be a police officer at a convention in Vegas and partied with FBI agents oh. in a limo and in a strip club. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy because <laughs> they could find out and they'd be unhappy about that. Wow. I don't think they would take kindly to you yeah, impersonating, impersonating one of officer. their own. <laughs> It's a crime, isn't it? It is. Is it? I mean, it's a crime. If you can't like in that a, sense, I don't arrest think so. people. I don't know in that sense if it's a crime. If you just mislead people into thinking you are, so you can party with them. Hmm. With, 
answer. What's what? Did you give an answer, Woods? I didn't. You didn't. He's been What's the second craziest thing you've ever done? Then? Ketamine. That's it. That's as <laughs> far as I'll go. What's the craziest radio friendly? You did some radio bits. What's the craziest radio bit you did? God, dude, I used to dress up, and, and they would send me to like CVS with an earplug in. And I, they would be feeding me lines, and I had a long. I had, they would put a long wig on me and one like long coke nail, and the the direction was when you say it, you have to move your hair out of your face in <laughs> front of the, the guy at CVS. Yeah, with the nail, and <laughs> and they would be feeding me stuff to say, and I would have to say it. And I, the thought of it gives me the cold sweats. We'll try it for you sometimes. Uh, it's it's like mortifying. Well, honestly, now the craziest thing I've ever done is let some lunatic feed me unknown foods through a gimp mask. Just wait till on this a radio. Show. Oh, wait till this buddy. Christmas so. show. You thought that was bad. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got a friend Adio uh, in Philly. Adio, welcome to the Tier One Topic Wheel. How are you? I'm doing well. Like Ben, why are we lying to the people? You know, the craziest thing that you've ever done is drink wine that costs less than three hundred dollars. <laughs> that's right. You never, but not not too much of it, though. No, that's not that's the no, deal. Not too much. A little bit. All right, let's spin it. Let's spin it for a deal. favorite dinosaur Ooh, interesting so you could just go with the obvious and just say tyrannosaurus rex sure. or velociraptor or something like that but i'm gonna say the triceratops based squarely on the fact that i was a huge huge mighty Morphin power rangers fan growing up in my teenage years so yeah blue ranger triceratops that's what i'm going with i like that it's a good mm-hmm. answer no one had even heard of a Velociraptor before Yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. It's like they totally invented a new dinosaur for that movie that would be scarier than a T-Rex. And I respect that. But my they didn't invent that. I am, I, I'm sure it is probably scientifically somewhat valid as, as much as a movie is going to make it. But no one had ever heard of a Velociraptor, right, before that movie? Not that I had ever heard of. I no. haven't. Uh, my favorite dinosaur is a pterodactyl. They fly. That's cool. Flying dinosaurs. I don't really have oh, one, but well, I, I like the Diplocatus. Stegosaurus. Diplodocus. They've got those spikes on their back. Yeah, those are cool. Triceratops is a good one. I don't know. I don't know. And they got the spikes on the tail, too. They do. I might change my answer to Stegosaurus. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> I didn't choose the wheel. The this wheel chose question. the topic. It's a weird question. The wheel chose the topic. Right, let's get one more okay. in for the three of us here. What is your absolute number one favorite go-to classic dessert? You get one dessert. Creme brulee. Oh. Yeah. You stole my answer. I did. Actually, you know what? If I only could have one dessert for the rest of my life, it's either a brownie or chocolate chip cookie. Oh, brownies are so good. Brownies are really good. Creme brulee is mine. I love it. I love it. Warm, cold, all of it. Dutch apple crisp. Dutch oven. scoop of vanilla bean. That's a good one. So good. I realized I did not bring um, a change of clothes, clothes, and I was going to go to the gym. So that means I have to go to the gym 
in this shirt. I can take the whiskers off and the ears and the Your tail. Your whiskers are already kind of melting a little I'm, bit. I've been touching yeah. them, and yeah. I have and black stuff all over my fingers now. But I, I it means I have. To, I, I guess I could go home and change, but if I go home, the, I'm not leaving. The irony <laughs> is, I'm already dressed as Pat McAfee, ready to work out right now. <laughs> maybe he I, is every single day on the air. Maybe I borrow your shirt, <laughs> but then I have to wear a sleeveless shirt. What's worse? Sleeveless shirt to the gym when you look like me. Or tiger Or costume. this tiger thing. Now ben, have you been sweating at all? It's warm in here. No, I'm pretty calm. I Good. think it's pretty clean still. Mm, I don't know what to do. No, I think <laughs> I put deodorant on here. You could wear this if you wanted. But wear the chain too. But then I'm in a sleeveless shirt at the gym. That's an okay. That's the only place where it really is acceptable. Not for me though. You got it frees up your arms for some good curls. But I'm doing legs. You've got pretty good arms. Getting better. But I'm doing I'm doing legs. I mean, mine aren't great, and I still feel like I look all right. I mean, no, never mind. Yeah, no, I think you look great. (laughs) See you guys tomorrow. Happy Halloween, everybody. We bid you adieu. Uh, Yeah, have a safe adieu. An adieu. Safe uh, Halloween night with the family. Watch World Series Game 4, and we will rejoin you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Coach Braden coming up next for executive producer and imaging director Paul Rindle and Stephen Woods. I'm Ben Higgins. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday from all of us here at 97.3 The Fan. So long. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.